Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This podcast is brought to you by StarCharge, the largest EV charging manufacturer in the world, and is also a provider of residential and commercial battery storage and microgrid solutions. And KimPower, the reliable, quick, and scalable EV charging solutions for everyone and everywhere. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I am your host, Francie, and today I am joined by Kyle, and we are going to cover a pretty breaking news story. It happened yesterday, really, but it is very important, especially when we think of the future of what it's going to be like to charge our EVs. Stellantis is the last major, major automaker to announce their plans for adopting the SAE standard J3400 into their future electric vehicles. This is also known as the North American Charging Standard, also known as the Tesla Standard, but this is kind of a unique announcement coming from one of these automakers because unlike every other one I've read, this one does not mention Tesla. Kyle, what do you think? Well, it's really confusing and... Um... You know, I actually reached out to Stellantis and we got an official response about this whole thing, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, but but essentially, yeah, we know that J3400 or NACS is going to become and is now the standard for North America. It wasn't when it launched, but it is now. And it's also crazy to me that one of the largest automakers in our country uh, does not actually currently sell a battery electric variant. They the first one that will come, I think, is the Fiat 500e, uh, then followed by the Ram Charger, which is that plug-in hybrid Ram thing. And I'm not sure the exact order on all of this, but then there'll also be a full battery electric Ram coming very soon. Stellantis, of course, has brands from Alfa Romeo to Chrysler, which there was a new Chrysler concept that was just unveiled that looked pretty cool, but not close to production. And, of course, they, I would say, appear to be not necessarily struggling in the world of electrification, but maybe struggling in conveying to the world that they're committed to electric. Maybe not the world, but to our market. Because in Europe, Stellantis is one of the largest EV makers. It's pretty amazing how many battery electric models. They have electric Jeeps. They have electric Fiats. They have all the other 
you know, cars. I've tested many of them actually uh, under the Stellantis brand, and here we have nothing. So, well, they're also the going reason- to have the Ram ProMaster EV too, which is that. Uh, eat, oh. delivery truck by the way yeah that'll be cool i really am bummed uh, i forgot about that one yeah that's that's awesome so mm-hmm. they're coming they have proven that they can build battery electric models for some reason our market's been left out but very soon we're getting some stuff i'm really excited about that ram charger plug-in hybrid truck with the extended range uh ev sort of like an i3 rec scaled up package but they officially announced that a couple things. They are part of the seven automaker IANA uh, collaboration, mm-hmm. which is actually, from just what I'm hearing in the industry, shaping up to be a really cool thing. Sounds like they're getting the right people in there. Seth, everyone, you know, because we had a lot of questions about like their CEO coming from EA and um, I can't remember the other uh, EV Connect and. We were like, I don't know, does, is this good or bad? And I've received so many messages about how that's the right dude for the job. They're going to get mm-hmm. it done. So again, time will tell, but IANA seems really promising. I'm excited about that one. They're going to build 30,000 chargers by the end of the decade. And Stellantis made sure to mention that in their announcement, You know that they were part of this consortium, this company that is, like you said, going to put up this whole new infrastructure into North America. Additionally, in the press release, they said that they will start integrating the J3400 standard into select models in 2025 for this market, and that they will make adapters available for vehicles that come with CCS. They don't say exactly when, though. Right. So it sounds to me like uh, certainly the early Stellantis battery electric models, 500E, Ram Charger, ProMaster EV, those are going to be CCS natively. And then as model years go on, they will switch to NACS. That's reasonable. I guess everyone's kind of doing that. The big curious thing about all of this is up to this point, the reason automakers have switched to NACS, it's not for the plug type It's not for whatever the form factor. In fact, the automakers have to do a little bit more work on their end to integrate uh, NACS or J3400 because you need an extra switch box to run AC and DC on the same lines. So there's some more vehicle cost associated is my understanding. Um, But that there is zero mention of the Tesla supercharger network. And that to me is the main reason you would want to put NACS on your vehicle. Yeah, that is what all other... Automakers have said in their press releases is that this is so valuable to their customers because it will completely expand what they will have access to in terms of public charging. And of course, the Tesla supercharger network has a pretty great reputation, especially compared to the competition. All right, a quick break from today's episode to thank our sponsors, Climate Exchange, for sponsoring today's video. I am excited to share this basically dream of mine for you to possibly win a fully customized electric vehicle while supporting a nonprofit working on climate policy. This is Climate Exchange's eighth raffle, and there's less than a month left to enter, so definitely hop on this. Other online raffles might give you a few vehicle options, but nowhere close to this one. Their grand prize winner can choose any fully customized EV worth up to $112,000. This is the price of a fully loaded Tesla Model X Plaid. So if a car on our show, any of the out-of-spec channels, has caught your eye, now is your chance to drive home in it. Plus, they make the process really easy. They cover all the taxes, they pay for home charging, and they'll work with you to design and order your dream car. Plus, they also have cash prizes, so you can take home possibly two, three, 
five or $10,000. Tickets have sold out for the past three years, so definitely don't miss out on getting yours right away. No matter what, your purchase is going towards a great cause. Climate Exchange is a nonprofit, and they're working very hard to help states pass policies that fight climate change, something that I take very seriously. That's the whole reason they're running this raffle. They know that EVs play a key role in reducing pollution, and the proceeds from this raffle help fund their important work. You can buy tickets at www.carbonraffle.org or just go to the show notes and click the link in the description. Sales end on February 27th, and the winners will be drawn on February 29th. A great way to celebrate the leap year. And now back to the show. So I do think it is also curious that they didn't mention that. And Kyle, you did tweet that you reached out, asked asked why, and that there's just really not a reply. But then also Sawyer Merritt tweeted at you saying, you know, no doubt that Solantis customers will get access to the supercharger network one day because they'd be the only major automaker who wouldn't. Yeah. So do you agree? Is it just definitely going to happen, but we just don't know when? I mean, I can't, I don't think we can say no doubt or they will absolutely because that's not announced yet. Um, but we can say it's likely they will. I don't see why they wouldn't, but it seems to like what I think a lot of people thought initially is you needed Tesla's permission to use NACS or J3400. Now that it's a standard, anyone can use this. They don't necessarily have to even tell Tesla or ask Tesla if they can use the supercharger network. They're just putting that plug type on their vehicles. Um, it's the first one we've seen do it this way. I know maybe their CEOs kind of hate each other at times, as the rumors that I'm hearing. But uh, here's what I asked Stellantis about this, just so I'm fully transparent. Uh, my friend Kelly, uh, who runs communications for our region, I said, hey, congrats on the news to launch with J3400 on your vehicles. Can you share any details regarding access to the Tesla supercharger network for your customers? Yours is the first release we've seen that doesn't mention Tesla, and we don't see any communication from Tesla on the back end either. Uh, was this done separately from an agreement to gain access to their network? Thanks for any insight ahead of our reporting. Kelly said, hey, Kyle, thanks for reaching out. All I can tell you at this point is that we'll continue to look at all options that make charging simpler and more convenient for our customers. Hope you're well, and they'll share more if there's anything more in the future. Um, okay. So a supercharger network access would make charging more convenient and simpler. So mm -hmm. I'm sure they want that access. The rumors can start now, which is, did Tesla say, sorry, we're filled up, no more room? Or did Stellantis say, we don't agree to your documents, you know, with either data sharing or whatever else they needed to agree on back and forth? Or did they just want to get the announcement out ahead of time? And then we'll have a separate announcement in the future, gaining access to the supercharger network. And they're just choosing from a communication side to stagger this out. All I can say is it seems weird. It does seem weird because also they're the last major automaker to do so. So I'm wondering about the motivations there as well. You know, what made well, them wait? Well, VinFast, come on. They haven't done it yet. Ma the said, major automaker. Yes, yes. VinFast is also, VinFast and Mitsubishi are the only automakers, I, I believe, that are left. There might be a few others that are itsy bitsy, uh, which is totally fine. But, you know, we're looking at those major EV, EV automakers that will be on the road. Um, yeah, still haven't heard from VinFast about that. But, yeah, Stellantis took a while uh, following other automakers really far down the line, and it doesn't come with the whole supercharger network necessarily. So I, I don't really know. I think it 
could have taken a while for a couple different reasons. Perhaps they haven't come to an agreement. Perhaps they're just not sold that this would be the best experience for their drivers. But I don't know. I would be sold. So time will tell how this all plays out. Uh, I think no question the connector is better. Great news for customers that are going to have the the better connector. It's easier to interface, has higher current limitations, um, blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. But uh, I think the main reason to do this is to gain access to the supercharger network. Maybe they believe that by the time they're, they will have access to the supercharger network, that it'll just be public anyway, and there will mm-hmm. be no required agreement uh, sure. in place. There's a lot of speculation here. So what I think would be cool is for the viewers, the commenters, to let us know why you think there was no mention of Tesla or NACS or access to the network in the press release. Let the rumors fly because that's all we know. And again, we reached out for comment and all we got was they're open to anything that makes charging simpler and more convenient, which I think this would do. So yeah, from my side, very interesting. Congratulations to Stellantis for waking up finally and saying, oh, okay, everyone's doing this. I guess we got to do it too. And it's about time. So yeah, pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, rounding rounding it off, really. Just waiting for the last few, and we'll see who comes next. But this will be but interesting now, to see. What? I'm sorry. I just had a thought pop in, which Come is, on. why would Ayana even install CCS connectors? Uh, for Nevi funding. Yeah, that's got to change. I mean, the Nevi... Well, it will change, but it hasn't changed. So in why would you states, not? states, it has. Uh, Nevi funding is federal. If with future uh, but federal no, but plans. it's up to the state to determine how to use the funding for the charging infrastructure. So, like mm-hmm. Texas requires NACS and CCS on all their NEVI sites now. Mm-hmm. That, that I think required NACS would be in addition to the CCS. So, okay, that's a, you- oh, we should dig into that topic. And you you know way more than I do about NEVI stuff. My understanding was NEVI funded, yes, but state implementation. And some states are requiring NACS now. But but the question becomes, if adapters are going to be released for CCS cars to have NACS capability, why even go through the trouble of putting CCS plugs on a brand new ground-up charging network when, as a percentage of electric vehicles on the road, a higher percentage of them by the end of the decade, if sales continue to go, will be NA- NACS rather than CCS? I think because it would be abandoning all the CCS drivers for, but I don't know. I mean, the, it no, does, the connector types in Nevi, the final rule establishes a requirement that each DCFC port must have a CCS type one connector. Damn. So it is, okay. but I do, I mean, I know that the federal government will continue to revisit what will be good for Nevi. I mean, I don't know with the next presidency, what that will look like, but this is an ongoing program. And I think that States also have input. When I talk to Ohio, about their implementation, you know, and, and NACS, it, it, it's definitely going to be considered going forward, but there are current rules that have to be readdressed every year for the state. And I'm confident that the federal government is doing that as well. So I'm not sure Ooh. maybe it'll be like a percentage of the ports at your site based on something or something other will be CCS and then the rest can be NACS. But I think one, you can't just, I mean, there are millions of, yeah, yeah. No, I knew you were going to make this argument, which is why I brought it up because you're 
you're always out for the greater good. And I'm for like, let's just get the best technology out there. <laughs> and so, yeah, we have a lot of early adopters, some that may not be able to afford an adapter or lose an adapter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I totally get it in this interim period. But uh, my whole viewpoint is the sooner we can all switch to NACs, the less confusion we'll have. So let's just rip the band-aid. But it does I leave mean, the early adopters, you know, at, at a disadvantage for having to use an adapter. Yeah, well, maybe they could all get free adapters, but then I don't even know what that would look like. Well, um, Ford's doing it. I know, but even in the used EV market, how are you going to... It's one per VIN is how they're doing it. So if you own one and it's used, then you're good to go. Then it should come with one? Yeah, because it's one per VIN. So you own that VIN, you'll get a free adapter. Okay, and then I sell it and then someone else buys it. What, yeah, what the if adapter, I hang on to my adapter? Well, then they would have to go buy one. That's what I'm saying. It's part of the due diligence of purchasing a used car. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that's good to know, though, in case people are looking into it. But either way, complications are clear. Clearly yeah, I, can, I can really do. I see the argument for leaving CCS on um, for a while. Sorry for interrupting you. There must be a lag on my side because sometimes you're going and I, I don't hear you until after I start talking. Sorry. That's okay, Kyle. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So, um, okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Solantis is definitely like we're a charge. We're a part of IANA. So that's what's important here. So standing on their own and no mention of Tesla. We'll see what happens next. Pretty cool. Let us know what you think in the comments. Thank you for tuning in to this quick episode of the Out of Spec podcast. And we will see you next time for our next coverage of another electric story. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.